It's your man, Jay Graves, and welcome to the Jay Graves Report Podcast, presented by Wingstop Shelby Street at 7711 South Shelby Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, just north of the Greenwood Park Mall on the south side of town. Now, we got a cold Saturday morning. We out here defrosting rags. <laughs> oh, wintertime just hit. It's like 30 degrees out here, ice all over the windshield, all on the ground, crazy. Hey, but hey, we got to get the Saturday morning drive in, especially when we got stuff to talk about as it relates to sport. I just can't sit in the house. I got to ride through the hood a little bit, <laughs> finish defrosting these windows before I take off. But look, first of all, we got to give crazy shouts to the Ben Davis Giants. For coming out of the rabbit hole they've been in all season. <laughs> coming out and doing work last night. They knocked off the defending class 6A state champ, Carmel, 27-21. I got a lot to talk about in regards to that game, but it was a thriller. I'm quite sure Michael Jackson would have loved to do the remix, <laughs> remix video off of their game footage of this game last night. First of all, back on October, phone's ringing, back on October 2nd, Ben Davis traveled out to Carmel and got the doors blown off of him, 31 to 9. And so, boys, you know how it is. You know how the old-timers always say, the old head coaches, hey, it's hard to be the boy twice. But when you're dealing with 14 to 17 and 18-year-olds, it's hard to convince them that that is a reality. So Karma walked off in the joint with all that Class 6A defending state champ swag, and they deservedly so needed to have that type of swag when they walked in the building. Opening kickoff. Opening kickoff, these duns kicked off to Baron Smith of Karma. This done went 95 yards. <laughs> it went 95 yards on the, on the opening kickoff, untouched down the sideline, 7-0 in less than 13 seconds. I'm saying to myself, it's about to be a problem over here on the west side. Come about to run through these boys like mashed potatoes. <laughs> next thing I know, next thing I know, I, hey, before I could even – Bite into my hot dog good. Ben Davis has scored 21 unanswered. Jawan Swanson throws two touchdown passes and runs for a touchdown. All in the first half is 21-7 at the break. <coughs> Carmel shook at this point. <laughs> they fell asleep at the wheel, dog. <laughs> ben Davis, now, now keep this in mind. Ben Davis lost on October 2nd. 31-9 to these boys and hadn't lost the game since. They was on a four-game winning streak going into this ball game. Four-game winning streak. Now they up 21-7. Carmel trying to figure out what truck just ran over. But I, I would assume that Nana and Big Mama just came right off in the joint, cussed everybody out in the locker room at Carmel. Cussed everybody out because Carmel comes back in in the second half and goes to work. Before you you look up, my man Zach White, number 40, putting in crazy work for uh, 
for karma. Running all over boys, bullying boys. I'm talking just running through boy hunting DBs. <laughs> Next thing you know, karma back in the ball game. They scored two quick touchdowns. It's fourteen. It, it, it's uh, they score fourteen points. It's two. It's it's 21-24, cause, cause Ben Davis came out and and and, and uh, Torres kicked the field goal on the opening drive. So it's 21-24. Look like Carmel is is breathing right now. They they get ready to do work, but Ben Davis's front seven showed up, showed out, shut these boys down, and they were able to get out of there with a 27-21 victory. Un Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ball game. Thriller ball game. Juwan Swanson, my guy, put in crazy work. I can't do nothing about my phone ringing. Phone ringing all morning. You know, Dunn's just up early calling me. What? I don't know what the deal is, but it is what it is. I'm not answering anything because I'm sitting up here talking to my people as I'm driving. And you're not supposed to text and drive. <laughs> Wait. And also, get crazy shouts to Center Grove. Center Grove beat Warren Central last night. Now, think about this. Center Grove is the runner-up from last year. They're 11-0 right now. They meet Ben Davis next week. But I, I can't go any further without saying what I'm thinking. There's no reason... On earth, Carmen only lost two ball games. They beat the brakes off of Ben Davis earlier in the season. No way in on earth did it make sense for Carmel to have to travel to Ben Davis to play that ball game last night. Now, yeah, you could say they should have won the game, etc. But they should have been playing at the crib. I just think it's crazy that the that the IH. SAA continues to just do this doggone tournament without seeding it. What's the point in playing the games during the regular season if you're not going to seed the games so the wins and the losses got to count for something? Now, I'm assuming or I'm hoping that Center Grove, that I heard this wrong, but last night when I'm leaving the stadium, they said that Ben Davis is going to host Center Grove next week. I hope that's wrong. I haven't seen it in print. But if Ben Davis is hosting Center Grove and Ben Davis got five losses and, and Center Grove is the number one ranked team in the state and they undefeated, why are they playing on the road next week? That's the foolishness I'm talking about. We shouldn't see that go on. I don't care if it's you know, I always defend Warren Central and Ben Davis when they had to do that in the past. I'm defending Carmel and Center Grove because they shouldn't have to travel if they got the better record. I'm just saying. But it was a thriller to watch last night. Now, let's move on to the NBA. Now, let's talk about Victor Oladipo and the Pacers. For years, for the last few years since ben Victor Oladipo been with the Pacers, I've always said while I'm sitting in the press conferences in the locker room and I'm listening to this Dunn talk, every time I, he opens his mouth and I listen to him talk, I always say the same thing. That Dunn is full of it. 
Something about him ain't genuine. Something about this Don ain't genuine. Because everybody in that baby's mama just eat up everything he says. He say all the right things. I'm like, that Don is not genuine. I, I, I can spot, I grew up in Gary, Indiana. I can spot a hustle getting out the car down the street at midnight with a mash, shades, and a hoodie on. You can't run game on me. Now, he can run game on everybody else, but he, when he, every time he sit down, I'm like, this Dunn is running game. And he's doing way too much to try to be likable. Then all of a sudden, this week it come out that he asking other teams, can he come play with them? Toronto, New York, Miami. Now it's coming out, right? I got more respect for Paul George than I got for Victor Oladipo. Matter of fact, Paul George was always my guy. I covered Paul George for seven years from the time he got drafted to the time he left. And I always thought Paul George was a straight-up dude. And he was. Because Paul George didn't, didn't do anything that anyone else wouldn't do. When they asked Paul George at the All-Star break, a year and a half before his contract expired, was he going to sign the extension? And he told the Pacers, no, I'm not signing the extension. Right then and there, it was up to the Pacers to trade the Dunn or get left stuck with nothing. But the Pacers were hoping, because Paul George was having such a good year, that they were going to, he was going to make the first team All-NBA. If you make the first team All-NBA, the Pacers will be able to offer him a max deal that nobody else can offer. Dunn ain't going to leave 40, 30, 40, $50 million on the table. But Paul George didn't make the first team All-NBA. All so therefore, he could, other teams could match what they would offer. Right? But the, all the media and everybody kept jamming this Dunn up for the rest of the season, asking him the same question as whether he was going to stay or not. And he kept saying, no, I'm going to be a pacer. I want to be a champion. And everybody got upset and said he was lying. Well, I just want to throw it back into their face in, in this regard. If you're on your job and you're interviewing for another job and your manager walks up on you and asks you, are you interviewing for another job? Are you staying? Are you planning on leaving? What are you going to say? No, I'm loyal to the company. I'm staying because you're not going to show that card until you get an offer letter. In writing, signed, signature, offer laid on the table. Then you'll say, yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, I was interviewing. But you're not going to do that any, any time before. So why would you ask Paul George if he's leaving when he don't have nothing solidified on the other side? He still got to play until the contract's up. And then it wasn't, it wasn't until the summer when Paul George is sitting at a celebrity baseball game, Dunn's got him in the dugout, jamming him up, so bad, he finally go ahead and break and say, no, nah, he's not coming back. Then everybody in the city turned on him. And the Pacers try to act like they, they got caught off guard. They knew that Dunn wasn't coming. He said he wasn't signing the contract. He wasn't signing an extension back in February. But what Victor Oladipo just did is ridiculous. Because you're still under contract, but you out here... now. I ain't got a problem with you looking for another job. You just got to have your agent go out 
and 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 ruffle the feathers and figure out what's going on, turn everything upside down and see. That's what you gotta do. Hey, it's your man Jay Gray from the JayGraysReport.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at JayGraysReport so you can holler at Jay.